0: Are we good? Okay. Hello, this is Dr. Barbara Kiel. Actually, a lot of my clients prefer to call me Dr. Bibi, and I quite like it, to be honest, because I think there is a ring to it. Dr. Bibi, don't you think? you are listening to my podcast To Be Honest, a podcast which will show you how easy it is to be honest. What? You don't believe me? Well, stick around and let me give you the tools and knowledge. Hello everyone, this is Dr. Bibi and welcome to my podcast To Be Honest. Now let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes unless you are driving or operating heavy machinery. Take a deep breath in and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. And so it is. And take another deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds. Four, three, two, one. And exhale out loud. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. All right, my audience, I trust all as well. And for the past week, somehow I have been having this allergy. And if you hear my voice sounding a little bit nasally, and that is the reason why. So please bear with me. So last week, I started on the topic of R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Respect. And today, part two, I will talk about the main difference between fear, respect, and obedience. So, when we look at authority figures, more often than not, they have two basic sources, and that is fear. And respect. And those in positions of authority often expect and try to demand that those beneath them show respect. But if they have not first earned respect by showing it, they may soon find that their power is actually based. On fear. I am sure you have witnessed it or experienced it. When a person no longer fears an authority figure, then the authority figure's power base quickly disappears out from under them, often leaving them feeling frustrated, powerless, confused, and resentful. And the authority figures could be a manager, supervisor, or a parent. Now, let me give you an example of some confusion between respect, obedience, and fear. Let's say a New York City gang member was asked why he carried a gun. And he replied, Well, Before I had this gun, I didn't get no respect. Now I do. Similarly, teachers and parents often believe that if a child obeys them or says, Yes, sir, yes, ma'am, no, sir, no, ma'am, it means the child respects them. Several teachers have told me in the past that they felt more respected when there was more discipline in the classrooms. However, when I probed deeper, without fail, they made it clear that they were talking about a time when there was more use of corporal punishment in school and therefore more fear of physical pain for disobedience. My point is that there is a danger in mislabeling fear as respect. If I could use another analogy, consider what would happen if two jars in the medicine cabinet were mislabeled. What if poison IV lotion were labeled as cough syrup or alcohol as contact lens lotion. So here are some comparisons between fear and respect. I want you to know that fear is toxic. Respect is nurturing. Fear destroys self confidence. Respect Builds it. Fear is life threatening. Respect is life enhancing. Fear is forced. Respect is earned. Fear is learned. Respect is earned. So to confuse the two, can create serious problems for society and also in the family. Mind you, there is an inverse relationship, or I could say a significant negative correlation between fear and respect, meaning when one variable increases, the other variable decreases and vice versa. So in this case... The two variables we are talking about is fear and respect. If a child's fear of a parent is as high as 8 out of 10, then inversely, the respect toward that parent will be low and vice versa. If a child respects a parent, let's say the scale is 8 out of 10, then the fear level will decrease to 2 out of 10. The higher the fear of a parent or any authority figure, the respect level will be lower for the same parent or authority figure. Well, since I have been using parents as an example of an authority figure, I may as well continue to share with you the consequences for later in life relating to respect and parenting. So... When we do not feel respected by our parents while we are living with them, we have an unmet need to feel respected later on in life. I know this is such an obvious statement. However, it needs to be said here obviously, I'm saying this as a clinical psychologist. It is one of the clearest examples of what happens when our emotional needs are not filled in the right amount at the right time by our parents. Now, we are not blaming them, okay? I'm just mentioning the consequences of it. People who did not feel respected by their parents tend to take things personally later in life. They may make a big scene over something which to other people would seem small. And the reason why they do this is because they are still in pain from the lack of respect which they are still feeling. One which originated many years earlier, but likely was not allowed to be expressed. And therefore, it requires healing the wound. And guess what? If they are not aware of their past wounds, they may demand to be respected later on by their employees, their children, or can be their students, and the sales clerks in the supermarket. The list goes on. They may also seek positions of power where they have authority over others as a way of trying to fill their unmet need for respect. But when they are in positions of authority, it is easy for them to confuse respect and fear. And when they are feared, they are not respected. But most likely they wouldn't recognize it. And when they try to use authority and fear as a substitute, they find that they still feel unfulfilled, since you can never get enough of a substitute, if that makes sense. And unfortunately, when that happens, it is not going to help their self-esteem So another consequence might be that they have such low self-esteem that they never feel worthy of respect. When that happens, they will let people take advantage of them or even abuse or manipulate them. Well, at this time, my audience, let me share a story with you. A few years back, um, that is before COVID times, I used to conduct parenting skills workshop regularly. And I remember one time I was having a conversation with a couple at my workshop, and they are from Ireland. This couple had two adolescent-age daughters. And so I said, well, since you are parents, I have a question for you. I just got this email from a friend of mine who is 16 at the time. She said her mother slapped her last week because she talked back to her. And she asked me what gives her mother the right to do this. She said that if she didn't like what someone at a store said, she would not be able to reach out and just slap the salesperson. She said that would be illegal. What do you think about this? Do you think it is ever necessary to slap a teenage daughter or girl or a boy? Do you know if it is legal to slap your daughter in Ireland? And the mother came back to me with this answer. She said, well, you need to be able to correct your children, right? So yes, I'd say it is legal. And then I replied, I agree that parents need to be able to correct and guide their children, but... It seems to me that 16 is a bit old to still be slapping your child. What do you think? So the mother said, well, yes, I suppose it is. And if you haven't been able to teach your child respect by that age, then there is probably something wrong. So my dear audience, Let me put this question to you then. If a mother slaps her daughter or son uh, for the reason that she said is to correct her or him, do you think the mother is teaching the child respect or fear? So now let me circle back to the confusion of respect, obedience, and fear. Let me give another example of the relationship between respect, obedience, and fear. It's seen in a parent who uses threats to try to control their child's behavior, i.e. slapping them. And mind you, In most countries, slapping or corporal punishment these days, it's considered illegal and abusive. So, a question worth asking is, does that parent want the child to respect or obey them? Most parents would say, of course I want my children to respect me. Then I thought about why some parents fail to earn the respect of their children and instead have to rely on fear to try to control them. And another thought, what happens when your children are not afraid of you anymore? Then what are you going to do? And I dare say, more often than not, parents are not conscious enough to ask themselves, How do I earn my children's respect? I have seen time and time again how parents teach their children to feel them, and not a lot of parents know exactly how to earn the respect of their children. I believe we must teach the parents, teachers, and perhaps the world's political leaders, or any authority figures for that matter, how to earn respect and not demand it, particularly people that are under them. After all, we cannot hold them responsible for something which was never taught to them now, can we? As a matter of fact, the other day I asked one of my clients this question I said, How much do you feel respected by me from a scale of zero to 10? Zero meaning no, you don't really feel respected. And 10 is, yes, you feel respected by me. And why? And she gave me a 10 out of 10. And she said, because you take the time to listen to my problems. And on top of it, you don't criticize me because of them. And you don't try to force me to do anything that I don't want to do. So my audience, let me remind you how to show and earn respect. Remember last week I mentioned respecting someone means respecting their feelings and their needs. And some ways to show respect for someone's feelings are asking them how they feel, validating their feelings empathizing with them, seeking understanding of their feelings by asking questions and taking their feelings into consideration. So I urge you to go back to last week's episode and revisit how we can earn respect and show respect first. So on that note, I thank you and appreciate you. And until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to take action and be honest. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, com, D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O dot com.